Hello and welcome to Hot Air Diviners, an enchanting podcast where casual conversation blends into cosmic wisdom. Join me, Natasha, your dedicated card slinger, and me, Lauren, the cosmic queen of chaos, on a long-winded journey, where we'll be exploring the intersection of tarot, astrology, and beyond. Tasha. Hey, Lauren. How's it going? It's going. <laughs> well, you look nice today. Oh, thank you. I woke up and, and cleaned myself like a responsible adult or something. <laughs> but you're looking very colorful. I am. Um, I was, I've been like hankering, just dying. I had a bottle, uh, well, I have some like hair dyes up in my bathroom because I keep a cabinet of hair dyes because I love colors. And I haven't been colorful for a while, but I have, it's really been pulling on me. Like I, I've, I've heard the calling from the drawer upstairs. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, me, me doing the whole, uh, moonlighting as a clown this weekend gave me a good excuse and opportunity to get into that. So we went with cotton candy colored pink and blue hair. Nice. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Showing off my inner sweetness on the outside. all right all right we'll see about that (laughs) yeah we'll see about that (laughs) yeah let us know if you've ever met a sweet clown (laughs) (laughs) anyways so anything going on with you this week Mm -hmm. not too much i just got back from a very short family visit my grandpa turned 80s last weekend awesome so that's that's exciting uh yeah, I think that was kind of the biggest thing. Yeah. Did you party party hard with grandpa this week? Oh yeah. Partied super hard at the, the Baptist church. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was nice, you know. We surprised him. He was not expecting us to to show up. It was a fantastic meal. Yeah, lots of friends and family. It was nice. That's cool. How about you? Other than uh clowns. Which is happening soon. Well, it will yeah. have happened, I guess, when this comes out. Yeah, by the time this comes out, it'll 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 have already passed. Um, well, I have a really funny story about something that happened yesterday. <laughs> if you want to hear it, always. Okay. Always need more funny. Okay, so I am yesterday. I'm getting ready to go pick my daughter up from school, and I'm in the bathroom brushing my teeth. And right outside the bathroom, there's a hallway that runs by the bathroom door that goes to the bedrooms at the end of the hallway. And I hear a commotion coming from my bedroom. I know what it is. It's the Marshall's bag that I left laying in the floor, and I'm like, oh, the cats are just, you know, messing with it. You know the big, like, uh, Marshall's TJ Maxx reusable tote bags? Mm, yeah. Yeah, so... I hear that, and I'm, but it sounds like it's getting closer to me. So I step back from the sink and I like look out in the hallway, and all I see is like this Marshall's bag go running by, like down the <laughs> hallway. Just I don't see any, just like the Marshall's bag is running down <laughs> down the stairs because we're upstairs. So it's down the stairs, and I like run out of the bathroom and I look downstairs, and my cat has somehow gotten in the bag and and then couldn't find his way out panics uh bolts in the bag (laughs) somehow i don't know how he made it all the way down the stairs without like tumbling but he's fine but traumatized that's impressive 
emotional damage. Uh, he was hiding behind the couch by the time I got down there to check on him. <laughs> yeah, just Marshall's bag running by. I'm like, <laughs> that's the funniest thing I've seen all week. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. That was a sight. Cat bag. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, uh, Van Van Halen, my Aries cat. So <laughs> he's always up to shenanigans like that. Classic. Never... Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we'll kind of get into, we can kind of get into the um, astrology of the moment, if you'd like. Since that's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're here for. It's what I got dressed for. <laughs> you mean you didn't come here to listen to me talk about my cat? I mean, that's honestly 50% of it. (laughs) So right now, Mercury is retrograde. Mercury, well, we're recording this on the 23rd. So Mercury is actually stationed today and uh, will go retrograde tomorrow. So by the time this episode comes out, it will have been retrograde. And we have posted some information on the Mercury retrograde along with a tarot spread to go with it if you want to kind of work with and um, get a feel for what this retrograde is going to be like go check out our instagram page for that uh, mercury retrograde post and tarot spread but uh just looking back through my own journals prior to mercury going retrograde i discovered that i had actually gotten my start as a professional clown under mercury retrograde and um every time i've i've found myself moonlighting as a clown uh mercury has been retrograde so uh it kind of makes sense mercury is the planet of the jester or the fool but actually according to ancient greeks and romans saturn was the profession of clownery if that's a word is that a word? Clownery. I don't know, but it makes sense. <laughs> I know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, the um, the point I'm getting at is a lot of times with transits, especially ones that occur, occur pretty often, like um, the Mercury retrograde. If you keep a journal, you can go back and and kind of look at previous retrogrades and see, you know, what sign they were in, and kind of get a a feel for or an idea of what might be coming up for you around that time. Uh, so it was really interesting that I that I found that. I didn't expect to find that when I went back to my journal's um, <laughs> mentions of, of clownery. <laughs> but yeah, so that's all I'll say on the Mercury Retrograde. If you want some more information, like I said, find us on Instagram. Yeah. That's so funny to like think of just clowns through the ages. Like, I don't know okay. why, but Yes, I never really thought about clowns having been a thing for that long. <laughs> to have like, yeah. and of all of all of the things, like Saturn rules the profession of clownery, mm-hmm. which is funny to me because like Saturn usually, as an archetype, is talked about as being like very serious, like father of time, and you know, yeah. Well, that's the Capricorn side of of Saturn. But when you get to like the Aquarius side, and you uh, talk about kind of the outsiders and you know the <laughs> The people that don't fit into like normal societal type boxes. The weirdos make everyone just a little bit uncomfortable. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Clowns. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> it it surely does. So that is why um, 
that's why I kind of have a weird like fandom for the planet Saturn, even though it's the most malefic planet in my chart because it it also rules clownery. Nice. But yeah, I would definitely put Mercury in there as well because Mercury being kind of the trickster energy and you know representing the fool, the jester, gives more of the fu- the funner side of of the clownery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mercury's like the fun trickster clown, and like the party, like the party. Mercury's like the fun trickster clown, the party clown, the um, clown that makes the funny balloon animals, and then the Saturn's the one that's hiding in the uh, in the bowels of the haunted house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! All the other freaks and weirdos (laughs) down in the sewers somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it. Ew. Um, <laughs> you anyway. made a face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it ruined clowns for most most people. I think I don't know that they really had like a terribly bad reputation prior to that becoming such a cultural phenomenon. I don't I think it was know. a little bit more neutral. You know, it was like funny rodeo clowns and stuff, and then it comes along and everybody's like, "Ooh, clowns!" I don't know. It never really uh, scared me, so not sure if if um you want to check out a really interesting cool kind of clown if you hit up youtube and um look up puddles pity party (laughs) he's a singing clown he's got a very sad face uh very kind of deep voice he's got a he's got a great voice um but he just does like cover songs of different bands and stuff and and he's really good really good Interesting. Uh, but a lot of his stuff is sort of like kind of, it's more on the Saturnian end of clownery. <laughs> so it's kind of like a, a the, the deeper, darker um, songs. I'm trying to think of what what is the one of the, hold on, I'll find it. Yeah, he does like The Sound of Silence is one that is really good. And uh, he does like a couple of Johnny Cash covers. And then there's <laughs> the, uh, oh, I can't think. Just look him up. Just look him up. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. <laughs> Unless you have a clown phobia and then don't look him up. But then just listen. Don't yeah. look at like like go to maybe Spotify or somewhere where you don't have to see. Oh, that's so funny. Just, just listen. He's streaming on Spotify as I, I don't know if he is or not, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I guess yeah, we should probably talk about uh, the Pisces. Full moon, blue moon, super moon. It's all the moons. All of those things. Which is, which Extra is very special. Piscean, just to be like all over the, like, it, it's like, we're going to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> we're not picking one. <laughs> this is the moonniest moon you're ever going to experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, like, the Pisces full moon is happening on August the 30th, 2023 at 9.36 p.m. So we got a p.m., a nighttime, a, a moon in the dark. Because a lot of times uh, when it's exact, the full moon, it's like 2.30 in the afternoon. And it's like, yeah, well, I've noticed that. Yeah. So um, this one's actually going to be occurring at night. So if you wanted to go for the um, exact timing of whatever you might be doing on the full moon, um, yeah, you can do it underneath the moon. So what is a blue moon? Uh, That is when you have the second full moon occurring within a calendar month. So we had the Aquarius full moon at the beginning of August, and then we're ending the month with the Pisces full moon. 
So it's anytime it's there are two full moons in uh, a calendar month, the second one is called the blue moon. And a supermoon, which is also a supermoon, is when the moon um, when the moon is full at um, on its rotation around the earth. It it doesn't rotate in a perfect circle around the earth. So sometimes the moon is further away and sometimes it's closer. And when it's on the um, part of the axis where or orbit where it's closer to earth and the moon is full, you have a supermoon, which the moon appears a lot larger than it normally does. Yeah, so you're not crazy. Like sometimes it does yeah. look bigger, and it's mm-hmm. not bigger; it's just closer. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely going to be bigger. It's definitely going to be closer. Um, is it going to be blue? Uh, no. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, depending on your weather, or it could have a blue tinge, I guess. But uh, no, the color of the moon having a blue moon doesn't indicate the moon's color, like a red. What is it? The red moon or the blood blood moon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope we have nice weather, so we have a big bright super moon. Yeah, that would be nice. Can you see the moon well from where you are? Like from my house, uh, not particularly because I have like neighbors and trees and stuff. So there's really kind of just like I have to like wander around to figure out exactly where it is, depending on what time of year it is. And so there will be mm-hmm. like a little a little pocket where I can kind of see it. Mm-hmm. Plus, like obviously, if there are clouds or anything, then yeah. forget that. But it looks like it's supposed to be not cloudy and very hot and sunny for the foreseeable future here. So it should be easy <laughs> to get out for a night hike if I want. Might be the only yeah. time to, for it to be safe to get out for a hike because heat and air quality warnings. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm very fortunate. I have uh, I live out in the country, so. I have a, usually have a pretty good view of the moon, as long as the sky is clear. Nice. Which I'm glad, because if I, I didn't, I just wouldn't be able to see it, because I'm not going and walking um, <laughs> at night around here, around, like, dark country roads. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can live in a neighborhood and, like, you know, something creepy is going on, and, like, worst case scenario, you can always, like, run to somebody's door and, like, call or scream for help but uh not out here <laughs> yeah i don't know i feel I feel fine in the woods <laughs> i don't really like walking around town in the dark but yeah I've, I've got a place in mind that i i don't think will be closed so i can go we'll see yeah we'll see. so okay we are just um easily distracted today <laughs> all over the i mean it's we're talking about pisces so i mean we're really just uh embodying the uh, Piscean nature. <laughs> Leaning in today. All right. So currently, um, during this Pisces full moon and uh, this time, we have Mercury retrograde, Venus is retrograde, Saturn is retrograde, Uranus is retrograde, Neptune is retrograde, Pluto is retrograde. Um, so, <laughs> and, and Jupiter is stationing to turn retrograde so that just leaves the sun and the moon which do not go retrograde and mars in direct motion however at the time of the full moon mars will be in the sign of libra which is the sign of its fall so this is not like it's not really a time for like action for like taking action pushing forward 
uh, momentum and movement. Because we also, on top of all of all of the retrograde planets, we have um, a heavy grouping of planets in both water and earth signs during this full moon. The water and earth signs are the feminine, nocturnal, or more yen signs. So this full moon is really about release and reflection. Yeah, specifically with the moon's close conjunction to Saturn, we're going to be compelled maybe to ruminate on the lessons, boundaries, time, efforts, pains, traumas, all that, you know, lighthearted fun stuff. <laughs> uh, but Pisces being a free-flowing, mutable water sign either doesn't like to ruminate or prefers to escape. Uh, that's kind of the Neptunian vibe there, and, and Neptune also retrograde in Pisces. So there, you know, there's the possibility, you know, where we can really get down and wallow in the mud and muck of emotions here. That's not what I would recommend personally, unless just, unless you just need a good wallow, <laughs> which sometimes, you know, you do. But yeah, uh, like the Pisces, the two fish. Talking about, so I was talking about the free flowing mutable water sign is represented by the two fish and if you look at the the glyph for pisces you've got one fish going up one fish going down and it's like the two different directions that pisces can go um you've got the really fun light-hearted uplifting fish that's going up toward the surface toward the light and then you've got the other fish that's going down into the depths and so they, they're both different ways that Pisces escapes, but both have their less than constructive sides. So that was just kind of a warning to say, you know, don't get to, I guess, more of a trying to strike a balance. Does that make sense? Not like, don't get pulled down too far. Like there is the energy and the ability to go deep. Just don't stay there. Yeah. If that makes sense. I think that makes sense. And it's really interesting seeing Pisces too as like, like there are a few signs in, in the Zodiac that it seems like have this duality just kind of built into their symbolism. And Pisces is one of uh -huh. them because it's a sign with the two fish. And it reminds me a lot of Gemini, which is an air sign, but it's the twins. And you have these two separate uh -huh. aspects of duality that's built into the archetype and can be both like a strength and and a weakness it's like that duality mm -hmm. gives you the ability to like range really far in emotions thinking about like pisces mm -hmm. um the ability to like feel broadly and like to experience empathy and to imagine like different ways of of being or whatever but it can also mm -hmm. like if you follow it too far, you can just kind of lose sight of the point, I guess. And I feel like Gemini is yeah. the same way, just in a more airy version of it, where it's like mm -hmm. you can pursue all of these different forms of, of like curiosity and information. And like, it can be very helpful in like gathering and learning all of this stuff, but also it can like turn you into a, a, a crazy person who is mm -hmm. so far everywhere that you can't get, anything done or like move forward in any significant way and so yeah. they feel like like good friends you know just one is watery and one is airy but with a mm -hmm. lot of similar challenges yeah. and triumphs it seems like yeah 
yeah, the mutable signs all have a lot of range um, of expression because they are mutable. So, and then the dual in the dual nature on top of that just further emphasizes that that dual nature. Um, so yeah, I was just thinking, I, yeah, I kind of got I kind of got lost in that for a minute, <laughs> but uh, I guess back back to the the point here. So so we have Mars and Libra, the sign of his fall in will. Uh, when planets are in their fall, they can express in uh, usual ways. So Mars typically expresses through action, force, willpower. But in the um, in the sign of Libra, we're talking about an air sign ruled by by Venus, so Mars has to function in another way, a more social, constructive than. <laughs> so, which is which is not of Mars's nature. So it's it's just not one of the best best places for like outward expression and movement and just all the Mars things that we've talked about before, like planning and uh, taking action. It's really about um, taking time and holding space to reflect on uh, maybe even not so fun feelings or emotions that are coming up and trying to push to the surface, maybe setting aside a little time this full moon to sit with your feelings. But the sun is sending its light from the ordered and organized sign of Virgo. And that can be helpful in kind of sorting through and organizing your thoughts and feelings. So that's why the emphasis really is on kind of sitting with um, the emotion for a little bit, whatever. I mean, we all have things that come up. So whatever's coming up for you around this um, full moon, just taking the time to maybe slow down, maybe some meditative movement, creating art, getting your hands or your body moving, just like med- meditation through uh, a fluid, uh, fluid type of movement might be a good way to uh, work with this energy because you've got you're, you're talking about the Virgo Earth and Pisces Water. So I really like uh, get the body involved when you're talking about the Earth signs and the, all the Earth and and uh, water energy going on right now. So we have Uranus and Jupiter and Taurus and uh, the Sun, Mercury. And well, Mars, Mars won't be in. Yeah, the Sun and Mercury and Virgo, and then you have Saturn, the Moon, and Neptune and Pisces. So it's uh, and Pluto and Cap as well. A lot of Earth, a lot of water. <laughs> That's energy. Nice. So did I wrap that up for you a little bit, or? <laughs> yeah, I think that <laughs> that makes sense. It's interesting. I didn't really. I didn't necessarily like plan it this way per se, but I had posted like recently about going through a box of old journals and wanting to get rid of most of them and setting Mm -hmm. some aside and thinking maybe I'd do something with them on the next full moon. And Mm -hmm. yeah, now it looks like that's really like the perfect timing for that. uh, Assuming the weather cooperates to just kind Mm -hmm. of like sift through a bunch of old writing and you know reflect on that and then let let it go you know get get rid of it it also feels very virgo and that it's very much part of like a getting rid of just crap sitting around my house kind of feel is like i you know just like purging stuff that serves no Mm -hmm. purpose for the the sake of having a home that feels 
tiny bit more organized. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, now I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I'll probably do something with like the pool. I'll probably like get be in the pool. Oh, that sounds nice because it's gonna be warm and it's yeah. We have um, I have a perfect view of the moon from the pool. You turn your entire pool into moon water. <laughs> I, it is. I mean, it is because it's it's not like I can bring it inside, so it's always out there. Oh, that's uh, so funny <laughs> under the moon. But yeah, yeah, I like I like to do watery stuff with watery uh, watery moons. But yeah, even if you don't have like a pool or anything like that, or fan- I don't have a fancy tub. I just have a regular, just regular ass bathtub uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is that could be much larger, but it's it's not. So that's just what I'm working with. But I, I like to do uh, like a a full moon bath sometimes like some uh epsom salts and lavender because like the epsom salts kind of like the the cleansing clearing releasing type energy um and then some lavender oil which is super relaxing and just maybe like sometimes light some candles or incense um and listen to some music and just just chill in the bathtub sometimes on on a, a watery full moon because it just i don't know i like it yeah it sounds lovely. It's a good way to cleanse, release. <laughs> yeah. Go throw like three bath bombs into your whole swimming pool and just <laughs> chill out there. Oh my God. <laughs> I would, but I'm the one who cleans the pool and I'm not going to make that kind of hell for myself oh my to clean up. That would be so cool though. Get some of those cool ones that uh, turn the water like black. Ah. <laughs> uh. That no, that would freak me out because I, I don't turn your I, whole pool like, into a it, scrying water bowl, a scrying moon water. Uh, <laughs> oh, this could be yeah. cool. I mean, if I'm not gonna get in it, but I really prefer clear water because I don't like <laughs> something touching my foot and not being able to see what it was. Yeah, same. <laughs> Such a baby. I like to float I'm on top so, of yeah. the water. It makes me really uncomfortable to yeah. be in it most of the time. <laughs> I love. I mean, I love to be in it, but I'm. Uh, yeah, you want to. You want to see me walk on water? Let something touch my. <laughs> <laughs> my anklet got me the other day in the pool. <laughs> I'm like in a pool. Like what? Yeah, it couldn't be anything worse than like tadpoles <laughs> in there. At least not in Northern Here, Tennessee. Yeah. If you were in Florida, like, yeah, that I'd be worried. But <laughs> well, okay, snakes, snakes don't typically go for swimming pools. But I used to in my in my early twenties, I used to clean pools um, during the summers, like a side job. And uh, the thing I hated most about it was cleaning the skimmer baskets because I can't tell you how many times I would open a skimmer basket and there would be a snake in oh, it. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Uh, silly sneaks <laughs> pools are for people <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah my policy on snakes is scream and run <laughs> or run and scream they both happen simultaneously so it's not like a one or the yeah. other <laughs> I, I usually am like a point and ooh, <laughs> look it's a snake <laughs> unless i have a dog with me and then it's like all right move move along yeah oh so um we're back off topic again. Ooh, surprise. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. So we just talked about the upcoming let's full reel moon. these fish back Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have full moon at the end of the month. It is a blue moon because it's the second full moon to happen in a calendar month. It's happening mm-hmm. in the sign of 
Pisces. It's going to be a yeah, Pisces. Um, going to be a big, beautiful supermoon with Pisces. We're talking about getting really watery and emotional, but not too emotional because you don't want to lose yourself. Uh, the sun is happening. This the sun is happening always. Um, the sun the the sun is in Virgo while the moon is in Pisces. So you know, kind of clearing out some things and getting a little bit organized um yeah making art moving our body reflecting releasing all Uh of that good stuff yeah even getting your hands in the dirt just yeah whatever do it always a good idea it is Um, going dirt under under your fingernails always there's always dirt under my fingernails don't, don't tell people my secrets lauren um actually <laughs> <laughs> like play in the mud. so don't get stuck in the mud but you know play in the mud if you want that's yeah. always fun yeah depending on where you are you either have lots of mud or no mud because it hasn't rained in ages um <laughs> <but> <laughs> anyways let's see pisces full moon we're gonna talk about tarot <laughs> and the Major arcana card associated with Pisces is the moon. Uh-huh. And this one I feel like actually works pretty well. Makes a lot of sense. Uh-huh. Some of the other ones I'm like, meh, I don't know about that. Not that my opinion matters much, but hey, I'm here to give it. So Yeah, that's what we're here for. Pisces and the moon. We've already talked about how Pisces is kind of this very mutable water sign. Um and the moon is interesting because the card is called the moon. So obviously the moon is a big, important part of it. But a lot of the rest of the symbolism is very tied into kind of like watery themes. There's water in the card and there's just like this crustacean crawling out of it. I'm talking about the um, like Rider-Waite-Smith version, of course. And there are... Yeah. Isn't it a scorpion? It looks like a lobster huh. to me. Um, I think some cards is a scorpion. Yeah, I mean, some, it might be yeah. on some cards. On on the original RWS one though, it's definitely like a lobster thing. It has like the fanned out tail, and you can see the big pincers. Um, yeah, but yeah, a crustacean crawling out of the water onto the land, and there are two dogs, or well, there is a dog and a wolf, and then a path that goes between them and disappears up into the mountains. And two towers on either side of the card. And so when it comes up in tarot, it is typically about a lot of interpretations talk about the idea of like uncertainty and illusion and our fears around dealing with uncertainty and what we do when we can't see very well in the dark or like don't know what's going on. Um, But also a lot about our conscious versus subconscious our instinct and intuition um the things that we know in the front of our brain versus the things that we like feel in our guts you know kind of reminds me of like that meme where it's like inside you are two wolves and (laughs) so it's kind of like that you have this like very tame dog and then this wild wolf and uh i think the idea is are you talking about Hmm? 
Are you talking about the meme that talks about the inside your two wombs, one that wants to like cut bangs yeah. or something like that? Like, <laughs> it's one a, that wants you to cut your bangs. It's a format. Like it's just like a meme format. So I've seen like a hundred different versions of what these two two wolves are up to inside of you. Um, but yeah, so it always starts it's like there are two wolves, and then like they're very they're interested in very different absurd things, um, typically. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that feels very true. Just as a human experience, it's like the constant uh, battle between the things that you you want and and often like the things that you feel you should do so yeah there's kind of like the civilized side of our our brain or subconscious and the the more instinctive animal side and all of that kind of hashing itself out in this card yeah i really relate to that that uh meme i was trying i just seen it the other day um and I can't remember. It was, it was about bangs. It was about cutting bangs. <laughs> People always panic okay. like bangs okay. are the worst thing in the world. And I'm like, if you want bangs, give yourself bangs. They'll grow out in like three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I looked it up really true. I was trying to find it. I didn't find the exact one. But this is Clinton's close enough. This is inside you. There are two wolves. One wants a pixie cut. One wants ass length hair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah that one's that one's a challenge i've been feeling that recently that was me with the like whole hair color I, the one wolf was like calling to me yeah for colorful hair and that wolf that wolf always wins yeah i yeah i i frequently give in to the wolf who wants to do really weird things with, with my hair um currently currently recovering from that i have almost almost grown out my undercut to the same length as the rest of my like top hair Almost. <laughs> yeah, I've done that too. Yeah, I definitely the now now that I've done the color the hair thing now the wolf wants um wants me to cut all my hair off. So we'll have see. a glass of wine, do it yourself in the bathroom. <laughs> I already started, and now I really do need a haircut because I didn't do the best job. I try to. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Like I can, I can. Nobody would know. Um, but me, but I see it. I see what I've done. <laughs> And I need a haircut now. <laughs> I love it. For real. <laughs> if I can if I can pull all of my hair in front of my face and see the ends, then I cut it myself. And if it's not long enough to do that, I have to pay someone else to cut it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I think I can do it. We'll just see. Yeah. As long as it keeps growing back, I'm going to continue doing whatever it, the hell I want with it. <laughs> exactly. It will grow back. It will grow back. So... Anyways, so we got the two wolves, we've uh, or the two fish of the moon. I took us off. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're back. We're back. Uh, the moon, the moon card. Yeah, and I just like tying it to Pisces is kind of fun and easy because I feel like we've got all of these themes with the subconscious and like with the inherent like kind of darkness. I guess that is assumed if the moon is present. The idea of like uncertainty and illusion and what kind of things your brain will make up if it doesn't have the facts available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just find it interesting. Like Pisces and the moon are both very dreamy archetypes, very imaginative, capable of creating things out of thin air, which can be both a boon and a curse at times right because it gives you like the ability to Mm -hmm. envision a beautiful new future a new way of doing things that can be really 
helpful and difficult if you're you're stuck in a very hard moment but on the flip side it can also be the exact same energy that makes you imagine the worst case scenario all the time even if that's mm-hmm. not very likely yeah and then pisces has the ten- the um, kind of nature they they can get lost in in either either side of those kind of lost in the illusion uh, so yeah you gotta really watch out for that so what I was talking about, you know, getting stuck in the mud and, you know, it's going to get lost in the in the murky waters as well. Yeah. They're not as good as navigating the murky waters as uh, Lake Scorpio, for mm-hmm. example. Yeah. Yeah, and even on the moon card, like, there's a path that, like, runs right through the middle of it. And I think one of the things mm-hmm. to, like, ask yourself when when this card comes up or when these these moments in life come up where you're, like, uncertain and not sure what is coming next or or what you should do is you know how do you choose the best course forward if you can't see well you know um just kind of examining like what kind of tools or skills are available to you when you're in a hard position like that and having to make a choice um or even whether or not it's one of those moments where maybe you should stay put and wait, wait for the sun to come and illuminate things for you or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. That all, that all drives oh, with the Pisces. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other cards that you feel are very Piscean to you? Page of Cups. That's what I was going to say, too. It was the only other one I could really think of. <laughs> it was like, mm, mm-hmm. this one. Whimsical. Yeah, Page of Cups. I, I, that's that's uh, one of the first cards that I really like was drawn to when I started messing around with uh, the tarot, kind of learning the tarot. Uh, and, and it still is one of my favorite cups. Just the inquisitive nature of the Page of Cups and the curious, uh, yeah curiousness yeah but still like hopeful and whimsical at the same time yeah i feel like the page of cups uh, is someone who says like why the fuck not like <laughs> yeah yeah why not mm-hmm. like it's this this person who's holding a cup and there's a fish in the cup and it very much looks like this dude is just chatting away with this fish like having a conversation with this fish in a cup which is like kind of weird but <laughs> also it's like it looks like they're yeah. having a good time <laughs> Like, I don't know. And it's just very much, well, why not? Why wouldn't I talk to the fish in the cup? Maybe they have something important to tell me. Yeah. Yeah. I know what the fish is telling the uh, page of cups. To cut bangs. <laughs> That's what the fish. <laughs> That's that wolf. Uh, uh, that fish. Uh, that fish <laughs> is a troublemaker. It's... Cut your bangs. Eat that cookie off the floor. Call your ex. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. It'll be fun. Oh, gosh. <laughs> to trust the fish or not to trust the fish? Well, the fish will take you on an adventure. Um, so, regardless. Will it be a fun adventure? Maybe. Will you learn something? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> will you do it again? Definitely. <laughs> Can you always eat the fish at the end of the story if you hated it? Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um, Let's see. A tarot spread. This one's a little bit 
different in style than what I usually come up with, but I really like it for Pisces because I feel like with these dreamy archetypes like Pisces and the moon, something they really have in common is that propensity for telling stories, like I was saying earlier, um, and stories can be helpful or harmful, feels like a, a strong word, but I feel like you know what I mean. They can be useful sometimes and we all tell ourselves okay. stories it's just part of being human and moving through the world we tell ourselves story about ourselves we tell ourselves stories about the friends and family and everyone that we know and about the different situations we live through and sometimes we mm-hmm. do a good job of getting the story air quotes correct and sometimes we don't because we have lots of other shit going on in our hearts and minds all the time that can make it hard to get an accurate read on the story so yeah so for this spread i'm going to start with what is a story i've been telling myself lately and for this one i would recommend drawing three cards and trying to interpret them all together as a narrative um and you probably like try and keep it like simple you don't have to get super into the weeds with the symbolism of every single card for these three like you just kind of want to see the general idea of what they're trying to tell you together and then the follow-up questions for this spread are what aspect of this story is true and then what part of this story is an illusion i like it are you gonna shuffle just a little bit okay i would okay while you shuffle i'm just sending you a little thing here and that i want to start doing um with every, every uh, new or full moon episode that we do, I think we should pick a song or some type of uh, music. Like, give the people some music. Um, and for the Pisces full moon, the song that really embodies the, um, or I guess the essence of Pisces for me, is the song Lift Me Up by Rihanna, who is also a Pisces. Mm-hmm. Have you heard the song? It's actually from from the movie The Black Panther. Oh, um, the the second one or the one that you no, seen. I have not heard the song or seen that you movie haven't? yet. Okay, well, well, it is a really beautiful song, um, and it's basically just the chorus is like "Lift me up, hold me down," and it kind of reminds me of the uh, division between you know the fantasy and, and the reality. Uh, so go listen to the songs and think about the lyrics for maybe maybe listen to it on the full moon, maybe outside while you're looking at the moon, if you can see the moon, or inside in your bathtub while you're taking your full moon bath. Oh, that's lovely. I like that. I like that idea is like a thing to just add to each of these episodes. I don't know if I'm going to be good at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> we might have to lean really heavily on you, but... Um... Oh, I have a whole repertoire of songs that I'm like, this is a fill-in-the-blank Zodiac sign. This is like a Sagittarius song, or this is a totally an Aries song. Or, That's so fun. Know. I like that. We should turn it into like a, a playlist on Spotify, and then people can go find it. I gave you a song, remember? Yeah, it was... I remember it. I can they're like keywords million dollar yes, baby I was by like million something and then I wanted to say like something about diamonds very but that wasn't quite right that was wrong yeah no it had something it was it had some it had some some lyrics about diamonds yeah but very Aries song but also some like undertones of some Saturnian energy as well what do we have let's see so for our story I have 
two of rings, which is pentacles in this deck, three of cups, and then three of rings. So, ah, so two, three, three. Yeah. So two of pentacles. So you have like balancing act a little bit. And then three of cups, group of friends and like kind of like a party vibe usually. And then three of rings is like Mm -hmm. teamwork and collaboration, working to like build something together. So maybe you're struggling to juggle everything on your own and find it easier to just party <laughs> and hang out. <laughs> and Okay. Uh, I mean, that is a very Piscean theme as far as like cups and uh, drinking and having a good time. And yeah. um, that's, yeah, Pisces are known for uh, liking to es- escape into drink. Yeah. And maybe you're convinced, maybe that's what it is. Maybe you have a hard time juggling things on your own and a tendency to indulge instead in just social activities and partying. And you're convinced that when you come back to get your work done, you're better able to collaborate and work with others. Maybe you see yourself as being like a really social butterfly who like works best in group situations or something like that. Uh, and let's see what aspect of this story is true the knight of wands and what part of this story is an illusion the wheel of fortune so that's interesting um what part of this is true maybe you really are like the knight of wands who i feel like is a charismatic person who chases what they're passionate about and is good at bringing that out in others, I think. Um, I feel like that is someone who does show up to the party and is like, hell yeah, I brought the party. It's the Knight of Wands. But then also what part of the story is an illusion? The Wheel of Fortune. I think to some degree you just kind of have to accept that like maybe you're just getting lucky a little bit. And every time you shirk your responsibilities, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily that um, you show up and make everything happen in a group setting. Uh, sometimes you just kind of get lucky. And if you go down that path forever, at some point, it's the wheel is going to turn and bite you in the ass. <laughs> And eventually mm-hmm. you have to figure out yeah. how to balance the two pentacles in the very first card. You can't neglect mm-hmm. them forever and lean on other people to yeah. pull you out. Mm-hmm. The wheel is a Sagittarius card, which is uh, very, uh, also Jupiter ruled like the sign of Pisces, the eternal optimist that everything will yeah. just work out <laughs> until it doesn't. And then you find yourself under <laughs> Until the wheel. It doesn't. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. That's why it's that's why it's come here, Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> All right. So there we go. Still optimistic though. <laughs> <laughs> so there that's an example. Um I feel like it'll be a little bit easier if 
you're reading um, for yourself because we all know what stories we what, the story that we have been telling mm-hmm. ourselves will be much easier to recognize um you know than oh, yeah. me trying to like stumble through a, a very general one um because i pulled cards for myself using the spread yesterday when i was working on writing it and like the three the three card story was so immediate like in my brain <laughs> it was like oh yep that's uh-huh. that's that thing i've been telling myself um but yeah if you uh-huh. all use the spread I would love to hear about it. Even if you don't feel like um, sharing the specific cards, I would love to know just how you felt doing it. Like if you felt like it worked well or if it was confusing. Um, and that's, that's always true, I guess. But this one's, this one's just a little bit weirder than what I usually put out there. So super curious about this one. I like it. I do too. I like the weird. I like it. I like it. I'm a fan. Do more weird <laughs> shit. Yes. But also, we have to figure out um, when we're going to do the rest of the houses, because we didn't get all the way through all of those. Yeah, so I think next episode, next episode, we will finish up with, um, where, well, where were we? Where did we get? We got first, second, or uh, first, seventh, second, the eighth, the third, the ninth. So we'll move on to the fourth, ten, fourth, next episode will be the fourth and the tenth house, the fifth and the eleventh, and the sixth and the twelfth houses yep, in yep. astrology. So, and I haven't decided what I'll talk about yet. Yeah, yep. but I'll be there and I'll talk about something. So I hope y'all are looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and hopefully I'll have some good stories to come back from uh, when I come back from the uh, clowning around down at okay, the creepy yes. con. I'm looking forward to that as well. Do you have anything else for folks? Do you have any other announcements you wanted to make? I thought about an announcement that I might make, but I decided I am unprepared. <laughs> <So>. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> next time. So next time. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, everyone. Pleasure, as always, to be here. See you next time. Uh-huh. All right. Bye. See you next time. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Hot Air Diviners. If you enjoy this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you could rate and review the show wherever you listen. By leaving a review, you not only show support for the show, but you also help others discover the podcast. If you're interested in more Hot Air Diviners content, you can find us on Instagram and Substack as Hot Air Diviners. If you have a comment or a question you'd like us to answer on the show, you can email us at hotairdiviners at gmail.com. If you want more straight up astrology content, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Firemoon Astrology or book a reading with me through the link in the show notes. And if you're interested in more tarot, plus whatever else might spark my curiosity, you can find me, Natasha, on Substack and Instagram as The Present Pursuit. Thanks for being here and see you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.